0: Oh, and we got NBA news time after time, minute after minute. If you missed the latest breaking news, Fred Van Vliet, three years, $130 million to go to the Houston Rockets. That's now $390 million combined between Draymond Green, Jeremy Grant, and Fred Van Vliet. Rich Paul is dominating NBA free agency right now.
1: Yeah, man, and he's dating Adele, so he's literally taken over the world. Yeah. Oh, and his best friend's LeBron yeah. James as well. So Yeah. Uh yeah, I'd say he's probably doing pretty well for himself, man. And you know, if you know if I'm a Rockets fan, this is one of the happiest days of my life. Even if I don't love Fred Van Vliet, you know, it's not James Harden. I think James Harden's yes. a great fit for the Clippers for a team that's, you know, a championship contender that already has two guys. They could go out and score 30 any night, but I don't want James Harden, you know, coming into my locker room with a bunch of young dudes, chucking up 25 shots per game, and that's not who Fred Van Vliet is, man, and I really like this pickup. Like you said, now that probably means they're going to go after Dylan Brooks, and this Rockets team could be a playing team. Who knows? Maybe they're an eighth seed in the West. Um, that's how good Udoka is. We'll see if he could uh, get him to buy into playing any defense, but an exciting night, and that was what we were waiting for to see where Fred Van Vliet was going to end up.
0: Listen, it, it may take a little bit of time, but all I'm saying is at least consider Ime Udoka at 40-1 to 1 to win coach of the year. That right now has got some serious value to it. And I mean, if you can turn this team around from what they were last year to a playoff team, which is certainly possible now, they would only probably be a play-in team most likely. But still, that may kind of break the mold of having to have a you know one of the top records and east or west and do all that whole thing that that's a major turnaround from that and i'm with you the fred van vliet signing shows that the rockets are trying to win games and build a winner and not just sell tickets they love james harden in houston i get it that's great but if you want to actually build a team that's looking to win that's going to help get all of these young players a lot of young talent on that roster Get them to play good, smart basketball. Fred Van Vliet and Emu Doka are the guys to do it. Not James Harden going out there and just enjoying his time. I get it, man. He's worshipped in Houston. That's great. But it wasn't going to make this team better. This shows that the Rockets are focused on that, and that's why I really like them now heading into this season as at least a team that's going to make a big jump from last year to this year. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, they're going to be a lot more competitive and, uh, again, like you said before the
1: break, we don't have win totals right now. I'm not going to play, uh, play any futures on them to win the conference or for them to win the finals or anything like that. But they're definitely heading in the right direction. And that's a team where, you know, I wanted nothing to do with them the last couple of years. And I didn't really – I mean, the drafts, I mean, they. I do like these picks, but I don't know how everybody works together. Now with a true point guard, you know, a veteran point guard with some championship experience – uh, mm-hmm. I like that team a lot more, and they're going to be fun, man. They're going to be really fun, and an already loaded Western Conference.
0: Yeah, and i I would not, I would be shocked if Dylan Brooks goes anywhere other than Houston. I mean, yeah, it could come down to money too. If somebody offers more, then that could change it. But he's minus four hundred right now to go to the Rockets. Heavy, heavy favorites. The Lakers are ten to one. The Heat are ten to one. The Mavs are twelve to one. So that tells you something. And I don't know why the Lakers would even be on there because why would LeBron want Dylan Brooks on that roster? And that's probably not even going to matter now because the Lakers just went out and signed a whole bunch of guys, so they don't even have room for Dylan Brooks. They signed Torian Prince, re-signed Rui, Gabe Vincent now going to the Lakers. If you missed that, uh, Cam Reddish is now a Laker as well. They got wings. The Lakers got shooting. They got long. They got wings. I, I like this Lakers team. I'm not saying win the title, but I at least like this Lakers team. You're seeing a lot of aggression right now in this Western Conference. And I think this is when the next thing is going to be Okay, does somebody get desperate enough that they want to trade for a star? That's what I'm waiting on. And I'm not saying that's going to happen today. But if you look at some of these moves that are being made, who's going to be the desperate team, East or West, it doesn't matter, that says, all right, we need Dame all right, we want Carl Anthony Towns or find somebody else that's out there that suddenly wants a trade or at least can offer enough to a team and make that trade happen. That's going to be what triggers something like that is, is what's going on now with everything's moving fast. And if you don't catch up, if you're a team that isn't the Lakers, that wasn't aggressive like the Lakers have been or now like Houston has been or, uh, you know, throw out some of these teams that have just kind of been standing pat, they'll be the ones – really, Miami would actually be a good, a good example of that, right? They lost Max Strew, so they're about to. There may actually be a sign and trade there instead. But, you know, they they got Josh Richardson. Great. He's been there twice. He's played for, like, ten teams. Used to be a decent scorer, but at this point now he's going to be a, a a depth guy for him. They keep Kevin Love. Like, Miami's done nothing. So does Pat Riley get desperate enough to make a move, and maybe it's Dame or it's somebody else? Yeah, I was going to say, you look at the teams in the East, and I
1: think it will be one of these teams in the East where maybe it looks like their champion, championship window is starting to close. You know, like Boston, even as crazy as that sounds. Now I know you know Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are still very young, but man, two years in a row, you've been the favorites to win the NBA final. Well, they weren't the favorites two years ago, but when we got to the finals, then they became the favorites. They were favored over Golden State in that series. We have to remember, and then you have to uh, look at this season when they were the favorites all year long. Now I don't think that they need to make a big splash because they already made their move bringing in KP. But I'm just talking about teams that might be desperate. Boston's probably desperate this season. They're going all in for a championship, Mm -hmm. which is why they traded away Marcus Smart, a guy that I thought was going to retire a Celtic for KP. But then you look at Philadelphia. You know, they're going to lose James Harden. I like Maxie, but I don't think he's a superstar. Not now, at least. Harden? Or Harden. Embiid obviously is a superstar. He was the MVP of the league. I like Tobias Harris. But they need another guy. So maybe they're the team that gets desperate. Um, You know, the Knicks, they already have their point guard in Jalen Brunson. The Cavs have Donovan Mitchell. So I think it's probably Philadelphia or Miami, man, because Miami's championship window is kind of closing here. You know, I mean, Jimmy Butler is in his 30s now. I really like Bam, but they really need another guy, especially when they're losing some of these real players, which we did expect to happen after they made that run to the finals. You know, losing a guy like Gabe Vincent doesn't seem like a huge loss today, but when we get into the season, and injuries said especially. Yes. Could be a big loss for a team like Miami, so maybe they get desperate. Really quick, like when you look at the Western Conference, right, because we're talking, okay, we like what the Lakers did, running it back, because the second half of the season, mm-hmm. they were one of the better teams in the league. You know, They made a run all the way to the Western Conference Finals. When you look out west, though, and I named some of these names, how many teams do you think could realistically win a championship? We know the Nuggets. Can the Grizzlies realistically win a title, current roster right now?
0: See the problem with this is I there's a there's a whole off the court mental side of this that I don't know where they are. Like is John Morant gonna come back and just be focused on basketball and be the guy last year not well this not this past season, the season before, where we're talking about him being an MVP. I, right now I would say I would say yes because they do have a lot of pieces that work and they are if if, if they could get back to where they were, which their roster is relatively similar to where they were a couple of seasons ago when they were on the rise, I would say yes. But because there's all this extra stuff that's kind of hanging over this team, I'm just – I'm not ready to say yes with them until I know what they actually are just maturity-wise. Yeah, I mean, guys only going to miss the first
1: 25 games of the season. Mm-hmm. You do bring in Marcus Smart. But, I mean, look what they lost, man. You lose Tyus, you lose – I mean, I know that Steven Adams is going to be back, but how healthy is he going to be? Jaron Jackson Mm -hmm. had a nice year, but you're probably going to have to give the Supermax to Desmond Bain because, I mean, he's the second go-to guy on that team, and he's going to be due up, I believe, next year. I'm going to say right now they can't realistically win a championship with their current roster. I'm also going to say the same thing for the Kings. I don't think the Kings are there yet. Do Mm. you disagree?
0: No. And, I mean, they were the three. No, I don't think so either.
1: All right, so here's where it gets interesting. So take that.
0: Yeah, make sure we say this take that kings twitter i still don't think they're winning a title shut up
1: yeah i don't think they're going to win a title this year either i think that i don't you know last year they finished uh what 48 and 34 i think they could be a 52 53 yeah. win team i think they could be this mm-hmm. year's grizzly mm-hmm. finishes the 2 seed maybe even the 1 seed man you know maybe denver finishes the 2 or 3 seed there's a little bit of a championship hangover they knew that they know they just have sure. to be healthy when they get into the playoffs now um now here's where it gets interesting the suns Right, I know that you have the injury concerns with Beal and Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. but Devin Booker is so damn good. We see what they're starting to do with that roster. They still have some moves to make, I believe. You have DeAndre Ayton on the roster right now. Do you think they're good enough to win a championship as is?
0: I think they are. So I'm going to take away – yeah, I'm going to take a- – I-, I agree. You-, you can't say no they're not when you have Kevin Durant and yeah, Devin Booker who is just ascending into a guy that could be an MVP one day. And Bradley Beal, who now is in at a number three, which is great. And then DeAndre Ayton, I guess they're going to keep him. Uh, at that point, he's somebody that goes out and gets you boards. And I don't know what he's going to be offensively for them, given all these other – but it, it's, it'd be disrespectful to say, no, they're not a contender. But that's taking things like injuries out of it, which would then kill them because their depth isn't there. So that's my biggest concern. But I'll take injuries out of all of these and just say what that team is on paper right now. Obviously, I wouldn't bet them. Six to one, I don't like to begin with anyway. But on top of that, I think that there are too many risks with them. But from a non-betting, just confidence level instead, I would say yes. Yeah, I'm there too. Okay, Uh, the Clippers. Actually, let me ask you this. Would you rather bet the
1: Clippers to win the NBA championship with James Harden or without James Harden? And do you think, you know, that they're capable of doing it? Because I guess the big concern, I know the big concern, is obviously Kawhi and PG being available in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I would actually be more comfortable betting them without James Harden because we know what James really? Harden is in the playoffs. Now, the one the one benefit that they have to this is that if if Harden's a, a no-show in, you know, the second round against the Nuggets or something, well, you do have Kawhi and Paul George are healthy. They can kind of pick up the slack for that. My only concern would be what does this Clippers team look like if they trade for James Harden? What are they giving up? Because they do have a lot of depth. That's one of the things that's been a great like That's been a huge benefit for them. There was two years ago where they were a 500 team. Paul George played like 20 games. Kawhi missed the entire season. So they've got players on this roster that it's it's the opposite of the Suns, right? They've got a lot of depth at a lot of spots in this. And I don't know whether Russell Westbrook coming back or not, which, I mean, if you have Harden, you can't have Russell Westbrook. That would be just, although actually, that would be a fun team to watch, wouldn't it? Just watching it yeah. implode. Russell Westbrook and James Harden, put them on the court at the same time. You know what? Screw it. This is what I want. I want the Clippers to trade for, for, for James Harden, trade for James Harden, and then also re-sign Russell Westbrook because we just deserve it. We deserve – I don't care about them winning a title. I'm not going to bet them to win a title, so I don't even care. I want us as NBA fans, as sports fans, as a world that needs something entertaining, I need the Clippers to have Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the floor at the exact same time. We deserve it. America deserves it. Ryan, the world deserves this to happen. It needs to happen.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I root for chaos. I would love to see it myself. But it's crazy because I like what all these teams in the West are doing. But I would argue that there's only three teams that I would bet to win a championship. And one of them's the Pelicans, mm-hmm. which shows you how insane I am. Other than that, though, man, it's the Suns and it's the Nuggets right now. I mean, even the Clippers. Yep. I actually like the Clippers more if they do pick up James Harden because they need a point guard. And like I said earlier out in the show, I don't want James Harden going out there trying to score 30 every single game, but we know he is capable, you know, every once in a while and in the playoffs every once in a while to drop a 40-point game. The problem is the next night he's going to go two for 11 from three. But I just want him running that offense. I want a healthy Kawhi and Paul George, and I would buy into them. But I think it's over for Golden State, Um, you know, even re-upping Draymond. I just think, you know, running it back with these guys and Chris Paul, I just don't know what it looks like with Chris Paul, man. You know, because I think Warriors, I think run, 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 and shoot, shooting a bunch of threes. I think Chris Paul, I think, like, slowing down the tempo. Him and Steph both – well, I guess Steph could play off the ball. That doesn't really matter. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of done with the Warriors, at least for this season. And then the Lakers – I think, they'll be, I think they'll be good. I think they'll be a top four or five seed in the West, but I don't think they're good mm-hmm. enough to win a championship. I think they would need another guy still.
0: And, and at this point now, if you look at the Western Conference, the only thing that's really going to be a major shift would be James Harden going to the Clippers or some other trade that we don't know about that you know hasn't happened yet, right? Because like every big free agent's already kind of off the board right now if you look around, except Brooke, your guy, Brooke Lopez, is still out there. Like, that's it. And I think actually there, so there's odds for it. So if not the bucks, the Rockets are the favorites at minus 150. Then it's the Spurs. Interesting enough. I actually think that's a great fit. Brooke Lopez going to San Antonio because Victor Wembanyama wants to play the four anyway. So you got a guy that can go out there and just be a rim protector in Brooke and a veteran. That's kind of going to help him and take him under his wing. Uh, I, the San Antonio Spurs could end up being similar to what the uh, Houston Rockets are right. Or, Take that big jump, yeah. young team, but then they take that next leap. But, like, that's really the last free agent that that's kind of looked at as in the top tier of these free agents. It's not a really deep class this year with a lot of game-changing players. With everybody signing today, the last shift could be Brook Lopez going somewhere in the Western Conference, and I don't even know how much that changes any team's fortunes.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Lakers are already a really good defensive team. If they were able to make that work, however they'd be able however they'd be able to make that work financially, you're getting another rim protector that helps you out defensively. And he, I mean, he could still score, man. He could hit the three, he could post you up. Last year, he was healthy for the first time in a while. Wasn't dealing with that back issue that he had dealt with the season before. I think Milwaukee needs to do everything in their power to bring him back. I don't really love that roster with just Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Because, like, who's the starting center on that team? I have no clue who their rim protector is. I mean,
0: Giannis is great. Lost, (laughs) Lost your mic a little bit there. But, yeah, it's right before it faded out. I mean, yeah, it's crazy to think, though, that Brooke Lopez at 35 years old is looked at as one of the top free agents in this class. But, I mean, he does still bring something that's important to a team. So, here we are. All right, back to a little more of the Week 1 in the NFL, plus that random summer sport you just love. It's BetMGM the Night.